Hey guys, welcome back to Just Talking Around. Today I'm joined by a special guest, Tamineng Cho. Um, he is a basketball player for Brown University, where he averaged 13 points, eight rebounds, and three assists this past season. He finished his third Ivy League. He finished third in the Ivy League conference in rebounding and put up eight double doubles. He attended Brooks Academy for high school, and the pandemic cut his team's postseason short. He had been declared for the NBA for the upcoming NBA draft but has since decided to return to, to Brown for his final, to play his senior season. Tim Ning, how are you? I'm good, man. Thank you, Tucker. Thank you for having me. Thank you of for course. the little intro, too. <laughs> yeah, I got to yeah. let people know. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I did a little research. <laughs> there, nah, that's, that's, that's professional right there. <laughs> Thanks, man. And um, uh, congratulations on all of, uh, all of your accomplishments throughout your basketball career. Uh, those are some pretty impressive stats. I appreciate that, man. My teammates, you got, you got to give credit to them, you know. Obviously, Definitely. not the way all your teammates. So I appreciate it, though. Mm -hmm. So, um, how are you? How have you been doing during this uh, pandemic? Uh, I've been good, man. It's kind of getting, you know, um, same thing every day. But you kind of got to find something to do, you know, get creative. But, you know, it's been all right. I've been able to kind of rest my body, too, which is something, obviously, that this forces you to do. You know, usually right. get the chance to do that. So, I, I, there's some benefits to it, for sure. Um, but have you been doing anything to like stay in shape or get some work in uh, during this time? Yeah, um, like our trainer, our athletic trainer our, for our team kind of like sent us stuff that we can do at home that we, we don't need like a bunch of equipment for. And there's actually a gym that I'm able to use in New Hampshire. So I've been able to kind of stay active and, you know, stay busy. So I'm thankful for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so... I'll just I'll just get right into some of these questions. Uh, when did you first start playing basketball? Oh, uh, first time I played basketball, like I I officially got on the team. I think it was fourth grade was the first time I played like official team basketball refs and all that. But before mm -hmm. that, you know, I've been playing in parks all the time. Uh, grew up in River Place, no, right across from Lowell High, and there's like a little um, court in the back. So I've been playing there for I don't even know how long. So yeah. And um, was it just like? Love at first sight where you just started playing and you just couldn't put the ball down after that? Um, that's actually funny. I don't even know. I, honestly, I think I think it was just like I was taller than everybody. So <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, like this is I'm kind of good at this kind of thing. You know what <laughs> I mean? It was definitely fun though, because it brought me to it brought it, it helped me meet a lot of new people that obviously I wouldn't have met without it. So I am it definitely grew on me a lot as I continue to grow older. So I'm happy about it. So um as you as you kept playing and, you know, you were playing in middle school and stuff, you, you were you just like, hey, I'm kind of good at this. Um, uh, what was the recruitment like for, or maybe not recruitment, but your decision process making for when you uh, decided to go to Brooks? Um, well, it was kind of funny, too, because I went to um, a Catholic school, uh, St. Michael's, um, mm -hmm. and then eighth grade came around. And, you know, a lot of people usually go to like low Catholic or, you know, my friends and boys and girls club either go to low high. So, but like, I, I kind of knew, like I wanted to go to prep school only because like all the guys you see on the hoop mixtapes and YouTube and all that guys who I wanted to be obviously all went to these prep schools. So like, all right, well, I should probably do that too, you know, follow their footsteps. So uh, I kind of got introduced to coach McVay at Brooks through my AU team because we used to have practices at Brooks mm -hmm. and then obviously I applied and, you know, I met him there and it, it was, it was a great, uh, connection that we had so I knew I wanted to go there for sure and um who would you say were like your biggest role models or mentors um in your life or throughout your basketball career so far um for basketball or just uh you can give me one of each if you want um 
Man, that's tough. Uh, for basketball, I'd have to say for basketball growing up, like when I was, you know, in middle school and everything, like there were three guys I feel like like were the guys to be, which is uh, Mkwazi, Mustafa, and Adrian. Like those – I'm sure like when you release this, people will know who I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. like those are guys who are like better than everybody and they're like, dang, I want to play like them. You know what I mean? So those are kind of like my inspiration, I guess, for in terms of basketball. And then off the court – off the court, um, that's tough. There's a lot of people. I'm, I'm going to just go with a lot of people because I don't want to not mention somebody because right, I, yeah. I can go on forever about Definitely. that. I, I have a lot of great people in my corner who's helped, you know, support me and guided me. And uh, what role did your family have um, in your athletic career? Um, I mean, they're the reason why, you know, you put all these hours in for sure. Like my mom, you know, being a single mom growing up, you see her working, you know, um, night shifts, double time just to, you know, support the family and all that. So she's definitely been, you know, my my anchor and my motivation to, you know, hopefully one day be able to pay her back. Definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. What what legend, what lessons would you say you have learned from playing basketball? Um, lessons, on, oh, dang, some good questions you hit me with. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> less, lessons I've learned from basketball. I'd say probably, um, I'd say probably just consistency and oh, like consistency and patience all in one, you know, just like mm-hmm. uh, the next play mentality type thing, you know, and, and another thing that I'm still learning today is, is obviously the next play thing and um, how like if you work on something, it might not show immediately, but eventually, you know, it, it will show. So those are big things that I, you know, I take off, off the court with me in terms of whether it's my schoolwork or whatever the case may be. Like if you keep putting in work, uh, the results will show. Definitely. Um, how would you describe your your work ethic? Uh, I think it, I think it's, it's a good. I have a good, great work ethic. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but I think I think I put in some good hours, man. That's I don't awesome. want to. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that at that. Yep. Um. So you're you're from Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, were the Celtics your favorite team growing up? Yeah, yeah, they were my favorite team growing up for sure, hundred percent. KD uh, was my favorite basketball player. Like KD. Uh, yeah, by far, Kevin Durant was my favorite basketball player. Uh, Cause you know, we were both scrawny. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's who I want to be. So, but not Celtics. I've loved the Celtics forever. Um, who would you compare your play style to KD or who, who uh, would you say that you play similar to? Um, I don't really know who I'd compare. I wouldn't say KD cause he's, you know, the lead of the elite. So I right. feel like that'd be doing him. That'd be disrespectful for him. But <laughs> I, I don't know, just like a guy who has all around game, um, you know, can do a lot of different stuff on the court. So whoever that may be. Definitely. Um, uh so how has um, being from Lowell shaped you in the kind of person and player that you are um I feel like Lowell is super diverse you know, oh this type of person for me at least is super diverse you know you meet a lot of people mm-hmm. uh black Asians uh, Hispanics white people so I feel like it's, it's really helped me to kind of be able to talk to different people you know and just be able to I don't want to say code switch but you understand how to approach things in a different way so I feel like Lowell's definitely had um an effect on me in that in that way definitely and um so when you were finishing up your seasons at at um brooks and you were thinking about college um what were some of the schools that maybe you had in mind or your, what was your process like when you were trying to find out um what would be the best fit for you and who was reaching out to you and how uh how did that dynamic work where you found yourself at brown oh uh, yeah for sure um well my first I knew I was – I didn't really know where I was, was going to happen, obviously, because I kind of – I hurt myself a little bit earlier in high school, too, and I wasn't playing that much either. But 
um, I got a lot of recruitment off my AU team with Mass Rivals and everything. And, you know, that's when a lot of Ivy League schools started coming in. So mid-major schools, A-10, um, American East schools started coming in. So, But I knew I wanted to go to Brown because he had the best relationship with me. And it's my, the best relationship with my AU coach, too. So, And I trust my AU coach, of course. So, right. you know, I took a couple of visits there, and I uh, went to the camps over there, too. And, you know, the, we grew our relationship together, and uh, I was able to kind of trust him more and, you know, trust my AU coach who was, like, leaning me towards there. So that, that was, And I visited campus. The campus was beautiful. And, you know, I'm happy I made that choice to this day. So what kind of injury did you have in high school that limited your play? Uh, well, I, like, broke my hand. So I was in a cast for a while. I was able to come back, but obviously, you know, a little, a little rusty and everything. But right. oh, thankfully, it didn't affect me that bad. So I was here for that. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick an injury, I bet a hand injury would be the one you would choose. Because if it was something in like, you, you see some guys, like they, they get an injury to the knee or the ankle, and it's really hard for them to come back. But uh, yeah, that's good I, that um, you were able to overcome that. Yeah, not for sure. I've been, I've been blessed to, you know, God forbid that I've been pretty healthy, you know, so I'm yeah, grateful for that. Definitely. And um, what are your, um, what, what would you say um, are your favorite memories from the last few seasons at Brown? Uh, my favorite, favorite memories the last few seasons at Brown. Um, well, the one that's ringing off the top of my head is probably our, our 20th win. And that was in the postseason. Mm-hmm. versus uh lmu i believe so that no no not lmu uh fau florida something so yeah that was kind of because that was our school record 20th win so i was really happy to get that and then obviously the, the harvard game where you know the buzzer beater versus them that was probably up there for sure um, so yeah those two moments um so what is it like when you're playing against teams like duke teams that you know you've seen coach k probably coach like growing up your whole life in march madness yeah. and watching that and like being able to be on the court with uh, these Duke players, like, what is that like? Yeah, no, for sure. It was a really cool experience because, you know, we were able to be there for a couple of days before the game. So, but, like, I remember, like, I tried to not even think about it. Like, when we got into the – oh, sorry. When we got into the court, I was just like, this is another game. Don't mm-hmm. even think about who's watching. Don't think about the court you're on or whatever. So, I honestly was just locked into who we were playing, whether it was Duke on the cross their shirt or whatever the case may be. Right. And uh, who would you say are, like, some of the – players that you had the toughest time defending or playing against uh, or like big none none <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm not giving nobody credit. uh i'd say my own teammates more than anybody else really because you know you guys you're battling with each other every day so like you know each other's moves you know they know your moves so i feel like if anything it'd be my teammates you know it's hard to go at them every day because we make each other better that way too though you know yeah definitely yeah um, other than that other than that um, i can't give you that <laughs> That's uh, I feel like that's the right answer. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Um, Sorry about that. I love that confidence. Um, so ha- have you ever had to been matched up against any like current NBA players or prospects at that top um, top level? Did we play anyone? I'm not sure. I don't. Not anyone. To like a crazy degree? No, I'm not sure. I'm. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I was just wondering. I so I mean, obviously, Duke, sorry, we played Duke this year, but none of those guys are in, you know, NBA, so. Right, right, right. Um, that'll be really interesting to see how this whole draft plays out. And, like, because I feel like normally now the NBA finals would have, like, just ended and they'd be given prospects, like, workouts and stuff. And the, that's really not happening right now because of the whole pandemic. Um, yeah. Did that – 
play into your decision to go back to Brown or was it more of uh, something that you knew that you wanted to do with Brown regardless? Yeah, no, I knew I was the main reason to put my, put my name in was to get the feedback and, you know, input from the teams and see what I can do better or see what they think I did really well or what my weaknesses, my weaknesses were. So uh, I, I knew I wanted to at least come back. That was my main priority unless, you know, I heard otherwise from the team, but yeah, that was my right. main priority to do. But then, you know, with everything with coronavirus and everything, I wasn't even able to get in some workouts or whatever. So, obviously, I, I, I decided to come back. So, when you declare, when someone declares, so do you, do teams reach out to you and, like, ask or, or like ask for workouts or some sort of interview, something like this? Like, how does that how does that work, like, behind the scenes? That fans uh, Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's a lot to it that I didn't even know, obviously, until I did it. But, like, you either – there's a certain amount of agents you can, or a list of certain agents that you can hire or whatever. And then, you know, the teams obviously contact uh, them and mm-hmm. then obviously eventually contact you or they can just go directly to you like they did with me or through your college coach or whatever the case may be. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the whole process with it. And then obviously there's forms you got to fill out and all that, but yeah. And they give you like a scouting report or something and you can kind of see the writing on the wall of where you would fit in and what would be the best decision for you. Oh uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, I did a lot of Zoom calls with the with the team, so I was mm-hmm. able to like have a conversation with them through FaceTime or Zoom, or whatever the case may be. And then we just kind of kind of was talked through my game and what they thought I went, I did well, what they thought I didn't do well, and kind of like personal questions too about my family and how I grew up and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was it was a really cool, you know, experience, and I'm happy I did it. Um, last year, uh, another player from Bolt, uh, Terrence Mann, was drafted. Um, have you ever uh, had any connection with him or reached out to him at all? Yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, that's a big bro for sure. Yeah, he's he's been he was actually really helpful in the whole process too, just kind of like telling me uh, stuff to do. And I was mm-hmm. obviously with all this stuff going on, he was supposed to help me up with some other stuff too, but obviously he couldn't because of this. But yeah, right. man, it was it was yeah, I've known him for a while, and it is really cool to see him play at that level, you know. Definitely. So um, I, I definitely felt like. Um, the whole city kind of embraced him. And even though like, like someone like me, like I had never seen him play before, but like, as soon as I found out that there was someone from, from here, cause he didn't play at low high and that's where I went. Um, but uh, just hearing about like him uh, going through the whole draft process and then end up being a uh, draft being selected by the Clippers. Like that was such a cool moment. And uh, hopefully some point, you know, that day comes for you and you know, everyone will have that, that same, uh, that same reaction for you because that would be that would be amazing yeah man hopefully man that'll be a dream come true by god's grace hopefully you know one day definitely um so uh what are your goals for next season um for anything um my main goal is to obviously win the ivy league tournament and obviously Mm -hmm. the ivy league regular season too you know i feel like especially going my senior year if i can't get at least one banner in four years you know i feel like my time at Brown was kind of wasted. So if I can, you know, do that, if we can do that as a team and, you know, bring the banner back, I'd be ecstatic. And you are a, uh, primarily a forward, right? Yeah. Forward or wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, who are, um, some of the teammates that you would say that, um, I get, I, I bet you're close with all of them, but who are the ones that you would say that you spend the most time with or have influenced your game, uh, the most, uh, influence my game. Yeah. Well, no, well, like, um, kind of a bunch of different, like you kind of say, definitely all of them, but, you know, growing up, not growing up, but uh, my first two years there, freshman and sophomore year, you know, mm-hmm. I looked up to guys like Obi Coley and 
he was like a kind of guy who kind of took me under his wing. So I was, I was grateful for that. And now like, I'm really close to guys like uh, David Mitchell and, you know, Perry Cowan. I'm literally close to everybody, but those guys, you know, I'm with pretty much most of the days and we eat together all the time as a team and mm-hmm. just spend most times at, whether it's late nights in the dining halls, you know, or, or mornings after practice and eating breakfast. So it, we're all together. It's a big team, big family, and I'm just happy to be on there. So Brown is an Ivy league school. So I, I would imagine that, obviously with any school, but especially with, with a, a college like Brown, um, having a balance academics and schoolwork must be um, somewhat of a challenge. So um, what, what is that balance like for you and how do you uh, deal with that? Uh, honestly, I'm so grateful to go to Brooks because Brooks kind of helped me do that because they have a certain time. You have to be at this place. They have study hall. Like they don't, they don't play around with stuff like that. So that kind of helped me with my time management um, prior to going to Brown and then Obviously, going to Brown is a whole different level of academics and athletics, obviously. But uh, I was able to kind of figure it out early and quickly because I went to Brooks. And that obviously paid off because, you know, I'm doing pretty well over there. Um, could you give me, like, a little breakdown of, like, a day in the life of a Division One basketball player and, like, how that works? Like, what is, like, when you wake up to when you go to sleep, what is it like balancing classes, homework, practice, yeah. games, and uh, traveling and all that? No, for sure. Um, Well, in the fall, well, every, it's kind of funny because every uh, semester or every season is kind of different. But in the fall, uh, you know, we have our morning workouts, whether it's 6 a.m., whatever time it may be, it's early in the morning before classes start. So, you know, you kind of want to get a little snack in before that, then go to your um, practice, morning practice. And then sometimes you have lift right after that or lift before that, whatever the case may be. And then breakfast. And after breakfast, you go to one of your classes and either you come back and do your lift that you didn't get to do earlier or, you know, you have another class, you're able to take a nap and then you have lunch and maybe another class. But then you got to get back over to the gym. And, you know, usually sometimes we have two days. Sometimes we can just get shots up on our own with a coach. And then you have to do your homework, which takes pretty much the rest of the day. And then some guys get in again late night and try to get some more shots up and sometimes play some pickup games. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when recruits come on campus. So, yeah, and then and then bedtime and then start it all up again. So um, what would you say is, like, what would you say was the, the biggest um, adjustment for you um, from going from high school to college and uh, dealing with uh, everything that comes with that? What was, like, the hardest thing for you to overcome um, at Brown? Um, for me, personally, for me, it was just kind of knowing where I fit in on like the basketball team, because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was on the court, like I was playing, I wasn't just on the bench and, you know, just racking up dust because that was so that was probably the hardest thing for me because, you know, coming off at, at Brooks, we just won a championship, uh, went undefeated the whole year. So wow. and I was playing a lot. So, you know, and then coming into the division one program, there's a bunch of guys that are already in front of you. So the hardest part for me was just kind of figure out what I can do to, you know, make sure that the coaches have to play me, whether it's getting the extra rebound, getting the defensive stop, whatever it was. So that was kind of just at least hard for me to kind of figure out what that was. You know what I mean? Just Definitely. so, and I, I kind of figured it out, thankfully. So, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, what are your goals for beyond next season? Uh, and like, are you looking to declare again after that or? Uh, well, yeah, I'll be a senior, so, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm not even worried about that for now. You know, I just want to 
focused on the next game. Yeah, that was kind of what this summer was about. So now that's in the past, so I'm just ready for the year, you know? That's awesome. Um, I think I'm going to wrap things up because I touched on everything I had in mind. Um, so thank you so much for, for doing this. And um, uh, this was great. I had a great time. Appreciate it, Tucker, man. I'm so grateful you, you had me on here. Yeah. Um, thank you for coming on. Um, so, yeah, uh, everyone, please don't forget to like and subscribe. And this will be available, I think, on Friday on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And, uh, yeah, so th thank you so much. Appreciate it. Getting blessed, I feel like it's a dream, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I'm the man, yeah, I'm the man, yeah.